Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You watched uh, The Last Dance, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, I took that personally. Is that yeah. kind of, is that pretty much you? 100%. All right, pleased to be joined by Justin Champagny of your Toronto Raptors, your Raptors 905. Man, thanks so much for joining me. Much appreciated. So thank you for having me. How often do people mispronounce your name still, or do people kind of know now how to say your last name? I mean, uh, most people know how to say my last name, but a lot it, it's mispronounced a lot still to this day. <laughs> but I, even when I watch when I watch film like in the G League, they they mispronounce it terribly sometimes. But you know, it is what it is. I've learned to grow and live with it. So, is it uh, like Champagny or Champagny? They they, they, no, they, they know it's never been that bad. I would hope it's not that bad. They say, yeah. but it's normally like either uh, they say Champagny or uh, what was the other one? Uh, they say some other weird way, but I don't know. Or oh, they call me Champagne. Champagne, that's easy. That's yeah. probably see. I thought it was. I thought it was Champagne when I first yeah. uh, when I first heard your name. But then, you know, when you uh, were introduced with the Toronto Raptors back around uh, media day during training camp, we learned a lot about you back then because you were saying things like, "All I needed was a chance, and I'll take care of the rest." Yes, sir. Do you feel like you've really kind of championed that so far this season? Oh uh, yeah, I feel like I, I, I've been a uh, how I say. I feel like I've been good in that aspect. You know, I just weigh in my turn and uh, just weigh in and get my chances. You know, even like in the beginning of the season when I was playing a little bit more and they threw me in like the Milwaukee game, the OKC game. You know, I feel like I held my own. And I proved that I, you know I, I, I could hold my own with these guys and I belong on this level. So I, I stand by it. You know, I just need a chance and an opportunity to go in the court and I make something good happen. I mean, back in the day with your mom and dad, like, and your brother, obviously, you guys kind of just were a sports family, I would imagine. Like, it was like eat, sleep, sports. What was it like in those early days with uh, the four of you? Um, it was it was pretty hectic. My mom kept us in a lot of sports, like baseball, soccer, basketball. My dad really did the soccer part because, you know, he played at St. John's and won a yeah. national championship. But it, we played a lot. We were out every weekend. We were out playing sports. During the week, we had practice. Uh, my mom... She even had got a minivan when we were younger so she can take us, me and my brother and our friends to our, our away games, you know. Uh, but it was it was it was hectic, but I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. You know, I feel like it helped me uh, grow, you know, even in my respective sport, even though playing all the other sports. But uh, I loved it. It was fun, especially having my brother with me. So it was a pretty fun experience for me. Uh, the first sport, obviously, was basketball. But if you weren't a basketball player, what would you be? Would it be soccer? Because I know your dad really, really wanted that. Yeah, my, my first sport wasn't basketball. Oh, okay. My first sport was actually soccer. It was soccer, baseball, then basketball. But I started to grow. You know, I, I started. I was taller than everybody for, for some reason. So I was like, I uh, got to just play basketball. Like, I really love soccer, though. Yeah. Like, I, I used to play uh, forward. But as I got taller, I would go from forward to center mid, then to the goalie. I didn't want to play the goalie, so I just stopped playing. <laughs> but your mom was happy, I'm imagine. I imagine. Oh yeah, she was. She was happy with whatever sport we play, as long as you know we 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 play something that we loved and then we were happy doing it. 
we know that you're a pretty passionate guy. And, and I talked to you about this a little while ago um, during one of your media sessions. And I was asking about your competitive nature versus your brother. Do you remember the first time you uh, you beat your dad at one-on-one? In basketball? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I remember it. And then I remember the next time where he beat me and I he twisted his ankle. He tried to dunk on me. So <laughs> I, I remember those days. Those those were the, like, I'm saying the stepping stones to who I am today. You know, like my, especially my dad. Like I look up to my dad a lot when it comes to sports as well. Even though he's a soccer player, like he he played basketball in high school, and you know, so just being able to go against him and having that in the family is just you know a, a stepping stool, and it's, it's fun to have. How old were you when you beat him? I want to say I was about I wasn't old. I was was older, like 12, 12. 13. He was wow. good. He could really play. He had he could jump, you know, but he he was really good. But I think it was twelve or thirteen, and then uh, we, I remember we were playing in my friend's backyard, and he twisted his ankle on my foot. He blamed me. He stopped. We never played that. We never played again after that. It was my fault, but he did not play again after that. It was your fault? What'd you do? It was, it was, it was my fault. You know, I was very frustrated. I was losing. So I tried to, you know, make a little move and I got him by accident. Oh, no. What did you say to him? What was the conversations like after you you beat him for the first time? Was was he humble or was he just like taking my ball? Smi- he, he was smiling. He was he just couldn't stop. Smiling. I was so happy. You know, yeah. I, I was filled with joy. And he couldn't stop smiling. So it was a good moment for the both of us, you know? I know it was a big moment for you when you decided to transfer to Pittsburgh and leaving your family. I'm sure that was like a really big step for you. But you kind of talked about why that was important. Why do you think that was? Uh, I just feel like I needed a new change of scenery. You know, I, I was in New York for 18 years of my whole life. And I've been there, lived there, grew up there, went to school there. So I felt like it was my time to, you know, branch out. And I feel like it would help me become a man, you know, be on my own, learn how to, you know, do things by myself, you know, being outside of my family's like confines and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like it would it would really help me at this level, you know, learn how to be by yourself and become a professional. Do you remember the people who said you wouldn't make it in the AAC? A hundred percent. And I, every, every by last name? name. I, by name. I remember them by name. And to this day, I remind them, like, you, you told me I couldn't play here. I know everybody by name who told me that. hundred <laughs> percent. I was going to ask you about this later on, but do you remember all the people who were drafted before you? I know Draymond Green remember, did that. I don't remember all the people who were drafted before. I, I remember some of them. I have certain people that I, I, I want to match up against, you know, like rookies. But I remember those. I remember them 100%. I remember when I came on my Raptors visit, like my pre-draft, I had told one of the people in the organization the list of people who I wanted to play against. <laughs> I remember them all. I, I, I Only thing for me, I remember... I, 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 it sticks with me that all that matters to me is that there were 60 people picked before me, you know? So I keep that in the back of my head every day I come in the gym. You watched uh, The Last Dance, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, I took that personally. Is that yeah. kind of, is that pretty much you? 100%. There's a, um, actually, when we played Duke in college, I took it personally and they, they made a whole meme about it. I got to find that. I have it somewhere on my phone. Can you send it to me? <laughs> I will. I got you. I have it somewhere on my phone. <laughs> You're a crazy rebounder, man. It's, it's insane. Like you're 6'6", 200 pounds. And, you know, back in your, your college days, uh, you had back-to-back 20 rebound games. What is it with you and rebounding? Like it's, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I, I just feel like it's like a mindset, you know, like not a lot of guys want to jump and get rebounds with the bigger guys. They'd rather just let them get the rebound and, you know, go back. I feel like that's that's my way of, you know what I'm saying, being more aggressive and getting these little extra points and extra possessions for the team, you know, so. It's just like an energy thing. Like I have a lot of energy, and what better way to use it on than just trying to get the rebound? Do you have a high pain tolerance? I say what? A high pain tolerance? Yeah. yeah. I don't really. 
pain. I got played through a pain all the time. Like I have issues that I play through. I just keep going. You know, I don't really, unless if it stops me from walking or holding the ball, then I, I can't play. But other than that, I'm playing. Is there something that comes to mind like earlier on in college or something like that, where you just made it through and powered through and dropped 25 on someone? In college, I had a, a knee issue my, my sophomore year. I had hurt my knee okay. in a practice. And um, I had came back three weeks earlier than expected. I told him, I said, I can't, I can't sit out for six weeks. I'll give you guys three. The next two, I have to play. I can't sit out. So then I just put on the knee. I said, I'll put on the knee brace and I'll play. And then I came back and my first game back, I had 24 and 16 against Syracuse. And then 31 and 14 against Duke. Keep going. <laughs> and then I think Wake Forest, I had 17 and 10. Carolina, 23 and 11 or 9. Something like that. I remember college. College was fun. I used to yeah, college. college was fun. Yeah. You decided to declare for the NBA draft. And did you think that you were going to get drafted? Did someone tell uh, you kind of that you were going to get drafted by them? I, I thought I was going to get drafted. I thought I put in a, put a, like a, up a good, you know, good college stats and a good resume in college to, to help myself get drafted. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen, you know, but in my whole life has been that way where I've been counting out. I had to work harder for what I felt I deserved, you know? So, I mean, I don't knock it. I, I feel like it, it gives me that chip on my shoulder and helps me know where I come from and, like, how hard I have to work to get mine. You know, I don't want to be one of those guys who could just walk in and, you know what I'm saying, it's given. I, I'd rather work for it. It makes it much more fun. and makes the story, story that much sweeter when you get older. Yeah, sure. I mean, you and your brother have been kind of doubted from day one. Like, no one thought you'd be going to Division One schools, and that all happened. And um, between you two, like, you guys are just continue, continuously, you know, improving yourselves and, and uh, getting to new stepping stones within your NBA careers. How important was it that you had each other to get to this point in your NBA career or basketball careers? Soon, I, NBA I, for Julian. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's been great. You know, I feel like having somebody – I mean, someone who looks like you, obviously, is kind of crazy, but having someone next to you who, who plays the same sport and who, who actually is up to your level, you know what I'm saying? Like, we match each other up. Like, you know, we want to compete against each other. We want to make each other better. So I feel like just having that growing up itself, it, it, it helps us a lot, you know, because you always have someone to, to sharpen your tools with. You know, we battle it out. We fight in the court. We argue. Sometimes when they finish a game, we start fighting. But, you know, I think it just makes us tougher and it makes us that much more better. Do you beat him at one-on-one? Oh, yeah, I beat him at one-on-one. The last time we played, we played with six, six games or five games. It was four to one. Killed him. But he, he's nice, though. He, he Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He has a lot of stuff to his game that people don't really expect him to have. So he's, he's showing it now at St. John's. 
And hopefully, you know, at least to him getting drafted. He gets drafted. I'll be the happiest person in the world. I feel like, you know, he did it. He got it. You know what I'm saying? So we both got it. Yeah. You know, historically, the younger brother is better than the older brother. Yeah, I've heard that. I, I just don't know, you know, if that applies here. But <laughs> I don't know. He, yeah. He's a very good player. I'll give him that much. He's very good. I think he's the number one player in the country, in my eyes, if you ask me. Yeah. Bias or not, but very good player over there. How about Jalen? Is he ready? Jalen, he's he's a little crazy, you know, but he he's ready. He, he got he got all the basketball jerseys ready. He wants to play. He's always talking about can I come to the gym? Can I want to come to Toronto and go to the gym? And yeah, he'll be ready soon. In like two more years, I feel like he'll be you know ready for AU. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You decided, you know, um, when it came down to that, you wanted to become a Toronto Raptor because you just felt like they fit you. Has everything kind of met the expectations? Hundred percent. I, I knew coming in to uh to this to this year's draft and and the free agency after I didn't get drafted that I wanted to play in Toronto. I knew it from the jump when I came here on my workout. Like I no other team gave me the same feeling that Toronto gave me. Like just the whole atmosphere, you know, a very diverse place, very diverse organization, and everybody just felt like family. You know, everybody was loving or open arms, and I just loved it. I just knew it from the jump, like a gut feeling. So. I told my agent that, and he was like, oh, that's one of the best teams development-wise and, you know, for guys who, who go undrafted. So it was just a go for me from, from the jump, 100%. Has this year been surprising in any way with, um, I guess, the way in which they invest in development? Oh, uh, no, it's everything I expected. You know, these guys are on me every day trying to get in the gym, be here early, stay late, get a extra shots, and it, it, it pays off. It works. You know, I, I feel it changing my game, my body. Um, and I, I appreciate and commend these guys so much for helping me get to where I'm at now. 100 threes a day still? Still 100 threes, 200 threes. I really try to shoot 200 a day. Depends if it's game day, I probably just get up 100. But every day we get it in, get the work in. You and Pascal, is it is you two doing it or is uh, are you kind of I, I normally do it by my I do it by myself. Me and Pascal play one-on-one before the game. Like a little, like, you know, game to three. He shoots, I play defense because, you know, that's my role. That's his role. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're really good at accepting your role. Like, I don't think at this moment, because of maybe you've realized this, that uh, this juncture of your NBA career, that time has probably come for you. But right now it's just like doing what's asked of you. And I think that's a thing that's kind of rough for some players at this stage of their careers because they want to do more, but it's not necessarily what the team needs. How are you able to balance that? I don't don't get it. It, It's rough sometimes, you know, like knowing that you're capable of doing certain things, but like this is what a team needs you to do. But it's all about a mindset, like knowing like, this is about longevity. It's not about one, two years. Like that'll come. They'll ask you to do more and more and more as time goes on. So just accepting the role, embracing it. That's the biggest thing, embracing it, you know, falling in love with it and just going out there and competing, really. That's just all it is, you know. I know a lot of young guys, especially like, you know, myself, you know, you wanna you wanna do more, but like just staying focused and zoned in on what you gotta do right now. And then as time goes on, you build, you build, you build, and you work on it. What have been the weirdest parts about moving to Canada? I know Precious Achua was like really thrown off by the bag milk a few months yeah, ago. Has there been anything else that's made you go like, wow, so this is Canada? Okay. Really, the bag of milk is just sick to me. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get why you would put milk in a bag or any type of liquid. You can get it in a carton, you, right? You, you've seen it. No, no. I, I have the cartons. It's the only ones okay. I buy is the cartons. Yeah. But milk in the bag is, is just too much for me. I don't know. I don't know where that became a thing. Um, 
What else? Uh, some of the brands are different, like the food brands. It's not all the same in, as the U.S., but yeah. it's really just a bag of milk that's killing me. Honest to God. Everyone's so nice. Everyone's very nice in Canada. In New York, everyone's mean. So that's really? about it. But it's the bag of milk, seriously. That's it. That has, that has to change. That's it. People say everyone's so nice in Canada, but like, I don't know. I mean, I don't find people that nice, but hey, like maybe I've, I haven't lived in New York I mean, either. So maybe I, that's I think it. <laughs> it's more like when people come from like out of Canada and they come yeah. to Canada, then it's like everyone's nice. But when you live here, it's like, ah, uh, this is regular. Like yeah, in yeah. New York though, everyone's, everyone's mean. Like there's no, there's, it's, everyone's disrespectful. No kidding. 100%. I've been to New York once and uh, it was very nice actually. But I mean, no, it's like, you're going to know better than I do. <laughs> Head down, chin up. What does that mean to you? Uh, that actually is my uh, college coach, Jeff Capel. His dad used to say that to him, like as a, as a phrase. And it's just a matter of just like, you know, keeping your head down and just put it in the work, but like always know who you are by, you know what I'm saying? Keeping your chin up, like mentally, you know, like just staying focused and, and knowing who you are and, and knowing what you're capable of doing, you know, but just keep your head down and just work, work, work until it's your time to, you know, to shine. That's great. And you're, you're doing that. No question about that. Um, did you have to pay your, your fine with the little scuffle you had with PJ Washington or someone cover that, cover that for you? It, I'm paying it. It's coming out. It's coming out my check uh, <laughs> monthly. You know, it hurts, but you know, I take it on the name. I take it in and I do what I do. And I pay it. Yeah. I mean, I saw this, I gave you a dap up when you were, when you were on your way out. So I think, um, I mean, responsibility for your actions, I guess. Right. Yeah. You know, is this, yeah. It's a learning lesson for me. You know, I, yeah. I shouldn't have reacted that way, even though I felt like I was, you know, provoked. But, you know, I take it. It's my fault, you know. It'd be I take it'd my and keep moving. Yeah. A few more for you, then I'll let you go. Um, who's your favorite basketball player? Uh, my brother. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. I, I think he's a great player. I, I love watching him play. I find, like, a tremendous amount of joy in watching him play. But, like, growing up, I, it was LeBron. Now it's my brother. No question. You saw him play a few weeks ago. How was that? That was a great. I've never, I, I've never seen him play in college. That was the first time I got to watch him play live in college, and it was, it was great. I told him, I said, you better go for thirty. I'm not accepting nothing less than thirty. And he went to, he had thirty-one. So it, it was great to see it. You know, it, the, the joy he played when I was there, and just getting to interact with him while he was on the court, like telling him like little things, like how to, I'm saying where to move to, and like you know. It was just it was a great overall experience. It was fun, great atmosphere. He killed the team one by a lot. It was fun. It's good to be back home and watch them play. I heard you were taunting him though. I was. I was taunting him. I told him he stinks. <laughs> I told him that he missed a shot. I said, "Oh, you stink." You know I'm saying you got to make that. But you know, and then he came down. and He made a three right in that same corner. And then there you he go. turned to me. And I was like, "All right, there you go. That's more like it." That's that older brother mentality right there. Yes, sir. It definitely is. What teammate uh, do you gel with the most on the Raptors? Uh, on like, I mean, off the court, Delano's my dogs. Like me and Delano, like we're always together. You know, always move together. You know, as one. Uh, Pascal's my, you know, what I'm saying, like a big bro to me. Like that's yeah. my, that's my guy right there. He always gives me little pointers here and there when I'm on the court, when I get those little minutes here and there. And even before the game, like even off the court, like whenever, like those are my guys. I really mess with everybody. Everybody's my guys. But uh, off the court would be DB. That's my dogs and Scotty and Isaac and David. Really, the rookies are my guys. Exactly. 100%. Did, uh, has Delano taken you to Rexdale yet? No, I haven't been to Rexdale. I mean, have I? I think for his birthday, I think it was close close by Rexdale. I don't know. But I've never been. I've never been. You got to go. 
I got to go. I got to, I got to understand, tap in. Uh, final question for you. I know you had a three-year plan getting to the NBA. You're going to go to college for two years and you're going to make the NBA. Do you have a new three-year plan or two-year plan? Well, I, I like now I'm trying to like just go year by year, you know, day by day, trying to stay in the moment, to be where my feet are. Um, but if I, if I had to say a three-year plan, I would say, obviously, keep trying to play to get my contract converted to a regular contract. That's the number one goal on my list. And then um, just, you know, when that happens, just continue to be the energy guy, continue to do what the team needs me to do and try to solidify myself as a, as a rotation player and, you know, be here in the long run with the team. And you're going to get it, man. Thanks so much for joining me. Much appreciated. Thank, thank you, boss. 